We are three friends who love talking about all things home. Join the conversation and welcome to The Dwelling Place. There's lots to be thankful for this season, but sometimes life throws you curveballs. From moldy basements, various shades of blue, and capri curtains, this Turkey Day episode is stuffed with drama. Welcome back, guys, and welcome to the November issue of The Dwelling Place. We have Kimmy, Emily, and myself, Brianna, here. We are excited to get back together. It's been an eventful month in between COVID and hand, foot, and mouth and pregnancy, so (laughs) it has been a month. How you girls doing? <sighs> We're all hanging in, hanging in there. Tis yeah. all recovering. Yeah. Well, and we should say that we're zooming because we were you were supposed to come to my house, and then I said, uh, girls, I have hand, foot, and mouth disease, so you don't want to come over to my house. And after hearing Kimmy's firsthand testament, I never want hand, foot, and mouth disease. <laughs> well, apparently it's pretty rare to get it as an adult. So the chances are you probably won't. But I will let you know if your kids ever get it, put a hazmat suit on and like never touch them if you can help. <laughs> so you don't get it because it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> but I, I survived. So I survived. And Emily, mm-hmm. you... Tell us about you and your illnesses. <laughs> I finally got COVID. <laughs> I survived it this long. Made it yeah. three years. I literally thought I'm never going to get it. And then I got it. And oh, man. man, it was not fun. I was down for the count for like a good solid like five days of like not really doing much at all. Like laying around. And then like five days of recovery and getting better. It like it was a good solid 10 days at least. Mm-hmm. Being really sick and then getting better. So I do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the whole like, I just gotta go to TJ Maxx now when you're like finally out of like quarantine? <laughs> you gotta go somewhere, shopping somewhere. I think I did actually. I went to Walmart. <laughs> and our our local Walmart has been completely redesigned. Oh, it's so, terrible. I can't find anything anymore. I walk in and I'm like, where am I? Man. Who am I? Where are my spices? It's absolutely insane how much they have moved stuff around. It's like even in just the beauty section where I was over there today, they switched like two aisles. Like mm-hmm. the hair care and some of the makeup, they switched. And I was like, why? Just why? <laughs> but it feel- does feel like a whole new store. So that was pretty exciting. Yes. After, like not being there for so long and then going in there and it was like a whole new, a whole new experience. <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about the shopping carts? I personally love them. I know other people don't, but I love them. Oh, I haven't I been them. there since they added new carts. They have cup holders and a phone oh. holder. What? <laughs> oh, this and, is new. amazing. And they're taller, which I I'm not like I'm not short, but I'm not tall, but I like them. I like them tall. They're kind of like BJ's carts where mm. they're a little bit higher up. Uh I really like them. I like the yeah. whole kind of redesign too. I you know, they're trying to be kind of like Target if you can tell with the like the oh, mannequins yeah. and the, you know, having mm-hmm. these end caps that are really stylized. Did you the see the thing. like home Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's totally it target cra- state it kind of cracked me up because it was like okay you're trying too hard here. <laughs> 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 oh, 
but, but our yeah. store needed an update desperately so i'm glad yeah yeah <laughs> well i'm in that um stage where i cannot wait until i'm no longer contagious so i can go out shopping because i just need to get out <laughs> and i can't wait till i'm no longer nauseous <laughs> oh yeah this pregnancy Aww. has been so different compared to my first two, which were boys. So it really makes me think it's a girl. Yeah. Um, just never felt like this. And I, like, <laughs> I've gained weight differently. Like with the boys, I had this cute pointy belly and now I just feel thick. <laughs> 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 like what is happening? Uh, yeah, I told Kurt, I said, I'm to the point where I'm ordering like random things off of Amazon in hopes that they help. I'm just throwing yeah. things at the wall. <laughs> but we're almost out of the first trimester. I can't wait. Yay! <laughs> so what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I know it's towards the end of November and some people decorate for the holiday season. Some people wait until after Thanksgiving. I am one of those people that actually decorates November 1st, even though I was a little bit nauseous. I needed to have like a pick me up <laughs> in my house. So I have like garland and lit garland and wreaths on the door and it just, oh, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> so how about well, you girls? Have you decorated it, yet? I have to say, Brie, it's kind of funny because a few years ago you didn't even decorate for Christmas. <laughs> I would decorate for like... <laughs> the hot like the winter season but yeah I think as I've gotten my own house that's when I started to decorate more because I actually like had a mantle and had more than one room to decorate yeah <laughs> so that's been I, fun to collect more it's funny how people get so like opinionated about this they really oh, and get yes and get like mad at each other and then they have to have this whole thing that it's like if you decorate early then you're not actually like really taking in fall and being thankful for thanksgiving i'm like oh give me a break like come <laughs> on come now on. i am that person when it comes to christmas music like because i tend to get burnt out on it but now my two boys have their own Christmas playlist and request it every day. So we've been listening to a lot of Christmas music. So hopefully by Thanksgiving, I'm not like, okay, I can't hear Jingle Bells anymore. <laughs> I've kind of fluctuated. I used to be the person that would always decorate on Black Friday. But that was also because we always did real trees. And you can't have a real tree until then because they don't right. sell them. And then they won't last until Christmas if you get them early. But then I had the, you know, spider nightmare tree mm -hmm. of 2018. And since then, we have done fake trees. <laughs> we don't have to rehash that. That was ugh. terrible. Anyways, um, since then, we always kind of did this like, I think it was like Veterans Day for the last few days, a few years, I mean. Um, because Ryan had the day off and I like to decorate with him and, you know, Jude and the kids. And so that's what we've been doing the last few years. However, I had hand, foot and mouth this time around. So <laughs> we started on Veterans Day and like in the morning and then I got really sick in the evening. And now my house still has Christmas totes everywhere that are, have still not been unpacked. <laughs> but I think what I want to do for future is not always feel like I feel pressured to get it all done in one to two days because I hate seeing totes and I hate having it just like undone 
but I want to enjoy it because I know in years past I've done it so quickly. Yeah. That it's just like, I'm not, fun. yeah, I'm like rushing through it. And I'm one of those people that likes to decorate every room. So I kind of go a little bit all out. So I think this year it actually was nice that it slowed me down because now like we did our tree on the first day on veterans day. And then since then I've like hung up a wreath one day and then I did another wreath another day, like really slowly because I'm just wasn't feeling well. But um, I kind of like that it's going slower and then probably will be completely finished by black Friday. So Mm, what about you, Emily? I am the anomaly here because I don't have any Christmas decorations up. Wow. The only thing I have done is put lights on the deck. So okay, I've been working on that. Today I got another piece to go because I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how big is this deck? How many yeah. does it take? We had six spools. No, three spools with two strands each of lights in the basement that had like, they were the really long ones, like 400 lights per strand. So whatever, 400 times six is. We had these since we lived in Arizona, you know, eight years ago. That's impressive they've lasted this long. Well, the last time we used them was in Arizona. And then we keep (laughs) moving them from place to place thinking we're going to do our Christmas lights and then we never do. Oh. Oh. So they haven't been used since we moved. And I um, got them out this year (laughs) tried to use them and it was so frustrating because I had a strand that I thought worked and I start stringing it up and then like the middle massive section just goes out and will not come back on and then a bunch of strands one end wouldn't work or both ends wouldn't work but the middle part worked and it was I tried to figure out like where I could wrap them strategically on the deck to hide the sections that weren't working (laughs) and like (laughs) tuck the unworking part underneath the deck Mm -hmm. it sort of worked but (laughs) i i got one strand in use that way but that was it and then i tossed the rest of them and then i bought some new lights at walmart which they were like maybe twenty dollars or so put those up and then realized they are LED lights and our old ones are incandescent lights. Oh. oh. They look weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's frustrating. I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm going to keep them up for this year at least and then probably throw the incandescent ones away and then just do all LED ones. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I've definitely been in that situation. Well, Ryan and I have, cause Ryan usually does the hanging of the lights outside where he has to like hide something like, Oh, this strand is half out. So let's h- hide this or wrap it twice. So then it's- <laughs> yeah, it's definitely happened, but, and I will share this hot tip, which I've shared it to both of you guys before. And I know Brie, you asked me how it works exactly. And I can't tell you because I didn't use it myself, but there is a tool that you can buy from like Lowe's or Home Depot, Amazon, and it fixes Christmas lights. And the way it does it is it it will find the light that's out because usually it's just one bulb that's out that like makes a whole strand go out. And it's kind of like, I'm trying to think, you know, those like, not a stud finder, but uh, 
when you put hold it up to like a live wire to see if it's on or not oh yeah you yeah, know those yeah. things it's like that so you hold it up to it and then it will tell you which one's dead okay. and then once you find out which one's dead it helps you replace it somehow yeah because they know. are tricky to get those little lights out yeah so ryan got it we got it last year because i have this beautiful garland that i got that's pre-lit and it was like a 40 dollar garland and it like half of the lights were out and i'm like i don't want to <laughs> buy another one like this is a lot of money so um he found he used the tool and found the little thing replaced it and now it all works so it's great for like Christmas trees, if you have pre-lit Christmas trees, garlands that are pre-lit, or if you have a strand that's up already outside on your roof and half of it's, you know, and you don't want to redo it, just go up there and try to mm-hmm. use the tool. So I just wanted to share that. And yeah. maybe if we're on the ball, we'll uh, post the link. Message <laughs> us if you want the link. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get one because we have a pre-lit Christmas tree and I want to make sure like I don't run into any issues with that with yeah you know sections of that going out but right. I, I think the main reason I haven't gotten into the Christmas decorations yet is because I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year oh. you are yeah exciting who's yeah. coming over my in-laws, my mother and father-in-law, and my sister-in-law. Very cool. Nice. California, she's coming. So. so are you making the turkey? Well, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, my mother-in-law already bought the turkey like a month ago or so. And so they were crazy on sale. Were they? That's probably what like she crazy. So I think she's going to bring the turkey and then we're going to cook it in my oven, maybe. Nice. I'll make some of the sides and we'll bring it all together. Yeah, I think it'll be good. But a very exciting thing with this Thanksgiving is that in order to host Thanksgiving, our, our motivation was to finally get to taking care of and re for, you know, re- renovating the dining room so that we can host Woo-hoo! in it. Yeah, so that's very exciting. Oh, man. Okay, so I know you. there's so many questions about the dining room, but do you know how, like, do you have a tablescape in mind for Thanksgiving and, like, how you're going to decorate the table? And I have an idea, roughly. So <clears throat> I was thinking, I'm pretty sure I have a blue and white table runner of sorts, and I'm going to put that down the middle, and then I have my candle blabra thing it's like shaped like this like <laughs> like antlers yeah it's kind of shaped like antlers so i'm gonna put that in the middle and then pumpkins inside it and around it cute. so like cool. white pumpkins mostly and then maybe you should add your little pumpkin, pumpkin garland that would be cute in the middle too oh that might be a little felt mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. that, that so is exciting maybe a little bit of greenery in there and yeah, yeah eucalyptus always works that's true that always does work i i could tuck some of that in there and then candle you know having the candles on the candelabra thing i think that will be nice and then i'll use my blue and white china dishes so i think it'll be pretty we were going back and forth if thanksgiving was going to be at my mom's house or at my house and 
you know, I was thinking, I was like, if we have it at my house, then I'm not going to decorate for Christmas. Cause I don't know. It's just one of those things you want it to still feel fallish. So Mm -hmm. I hear you on that. I feel like too, I just haven't had that much time to devote to thinking about the Christmas decorations because I've been trying to figure out what I want to do in the dining room as far as like paint color and wall things and yeah things all right I have questions for you but before we like transition into projects and stuff I have one last thing I wanted to tell you guys about Christmas decorations we the only thing that's up right now is basically the Christmas tree but we reconfigured where we put it because normally I always have it in the one corner Uh well instead this year I tried it in front of the bay window and I actually love it when you when you walk into my house like right you know you go through the entry room you step into the foot into the kitchen and you just look directly down to the bay window like you see this tree and it's just like oh (laughs) like it's just like glowing and like it's just your straight shot look down and I look it looks so good I flanked the two brown leather chairs on either side of it and then I moved the long gray sofa against the black wall and then my white love seat is up against like it's facing the window so you're seeing the back of the Winslow love seat and I put this like plaid last year I got a plaid it's not a fancy blanket but it's just like green it's the tartan plaid that's like green blue and like a touch of red and maybe a touch of white and I just really love green and blue for my Christmas I try to incorporate a lot of the like navy blue because like I have a lot of blue in my living room and it just looks so good I'm like oh my gosh and part of it is probably also just because it's fresh and it's not just the same placement But like Ryan was like, wow, this looks so awesome. So Uh he loves it. I love it. I was worried because in years past, I always had our big sofa up against the bay window. And then I would put pillows in the bay window with my reeds. And so like Jude, Jude loves hanging out in the bay window. But so I was like nervous that he would be sad that he didn't really have like, because he always jumps off the window onto the couch. (laughs) And it's like this whole thing. But um, now he still can get up it into it via the brown leather chairs and now he likes to hide behind the tree because he can like stand in the window and like peek behind the tree and he like hides (laughs) there so he really likes it still and it just looks so good so I just wanted to share that before we moved on to our updates (laughs) how are you liking the rearrangement with the big couch being on the black wall so I really like it I mean our whole family fits even better on that couch so when we're like if we watch tv or whatever like we're all cuddling up together on that so I really like it in that way it doesn't leave as much room on the sides for like I still can fit end tables on both sides so that it works Mm -hmm. and I actually still have it away from the wall where I have my console table behind it Mm -hmm. because it just I just feel like it looks better instead of just being smack dab against the wall Um, And I hide some things back there, (laughs) like my uh, Roomba. But anyways, the Winslow, so the love seat, I don't really have enough room to put end tables on either side of the love seat because Mm -hmm. it's just really tight. Mm -hmm. So that's the only 
So I don't really have a place for people to put anything. I could put one end table on the left side, but I couldn't on the right. So I could do like a console table behind it. And then that way they could put something behind mm-hmm. them if I kept this arrangement. Um, what if I you put also- the love seat in front of your bay window? Yeah, I was thinking in the new year, I'm going to try that and then bring the chairs back. But I really love the look of the love seat from I know. afar. It, it like the back of it i've never seen the back of it in my house before <laughs> well i've seen it but you know what i mean like i've yeah. never seen it like that so i love the profile of it too though it's it's you know brie and i have our issues with this love seat i don't know with, have we said that on the podcast i don't know we should tell people because they should with the make of it and the shape of it i love it yes but the fabric terrible i hate I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's it, supposed to be performance. You're supposed to be able to clean it. And it just shows everything. And like every fuzzy and like the fuzzies <laughs> get stuck in the material. So it makes it look even more dirty. And you like can't mm-hmm. like vacuum or suck them out. The It's not performance. Like I don't no. believe it. <laughs> no. My other my sofa is like that. I don't know. It repels things. It like doesn't ever look dirty. This one just always looks dirty. And I know, I know my mom is like listening and she's like, why'd you get a white love seat? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it was supposed to be performance. And I'm sure that yeah. there are other ones that actually are. This was not. So people do not get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we love, I love, it's comfortable. It's yeah. beautiful, but don't get it- this material. It's so dingy looking. So, yeah. so dingy. And for what Anyways. we paid for it, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. It really <laughs> is. Waited for them. I yeah. know the rigmarole, everything. Oh, I am a, learning. Yeah, I'm on the hunt for some furniture. I'd like to get new furniture for upstairs. And then my current setup will go downstairs in our basement because we still don't have furniture down there. And that would be really nice to not have just like a bouncy trampoline and a beanbag chair to sit on <laughs> <laughs> when I'm down there hanging with the kids. So I've been on the hunt for Facebook Marketplace because I think I've determined uh, with having young little children and stuff, maybe it's not the best idea to invest in something brand spanking new and maybe just get something that's like lightly used and still in great shape and still looks nice but is like a third to half of the cost so that's my goal for the new year are you thinking then so you're going to move your upstairs couches downstairs yes thinking of doing that instead of going the sectional route so i'm still open to a sectional depending on the layout of it i could do a sectional and like two chairs upstairs in the living room or I'm just going to get a new couch and then the old couch will go downstairs. This old slip covered couch was made in 2002. My grandparents had it like this couch won't die. It's made so stinking well. It's a tank mm-hmm. um, and it has a pullout couch in it. And we host so much that we use that pullout so much. So like I'd either want to replace it with a pullout couch or just it makes more sense to put that downstairs and then get the new furniture upstairs where I enjoy it more often. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like I have options, whether it's like two new couches or a sectional, like I'm pretty open. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we get back into it. We're going to give some of our updates. 
All right, so I'll start with the updates. As you know, my bathroom is like basically done. Yay. I think it is 99.8% done now <laughs> because I finally got my backsplash in. Ooh. So, okay, so I had this like whole thought. I saw some somebody on um it's actually an account on instagram i really 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 love and i've been kind of obsessed with it so um a friend told me about it it's called the grit and polish if you look them up on instagram they have a blog they're bloggers it's a husband and wife duo and they renovate homes that they live in and um, they did this little backsplash that had like two scallop edges on the on the edges of it and they put it you know, like a four inch high backsplash, like, or five inch. High. It wasn't like that tall, but it was keeping the water from going down. Cause they didn't like tile the, the back of the, mm-hmm. the wall. And I was just having all these problems with water running down. Like Ryan had caulked it, but then I guess he didn't use, like he had used bathroom caulk, but it wasn't working. And so we were having water going down into our sink like below into the vanity and then it was just look it just looked terrible like we also have rust in our water which we know we need to get treated and all this kind of stuff but it was like leaving this like orangey residue in the caulk it's just like it just not cute really no not cute so I knew I wanted to do something and I saw this backsplash where it had the like scallops and I was like that's like totally different because initially I was just trying to find like you can go on Wayfair Home Depot where else Amazon and you can buy like a little backsplash that's supposed to be white um it's like three inches high about a three quarters inch deep and you could just adhere it yourself it's like marble or quartz quartz and um but every time every single one I got in it was not white like they were gray and my countertop is white so it was just mm-hmm. like was not looking good and so I was like you know what I'm gonna have to go custom so I ended up going to the place where Brie got her countertops for her kitchen and um, it's a little bit of a hike from my house it's about 50 minutes and so I was like well I'm just gonna go and see what they have and I f- brought like a paint chip so I matched a paint chip to my countertop in the same light. That's actually smart. Yeah. And so um I brought that paint chip and then we were checking the paint chip against all the different things because they couldn't give me a sample. So I we found one that we like I was like a little unsure it wasn't gonna like totally work. But I was like this is the closest without any speckling or any veining mm. or you know it's just really hard. So anyways long story short I ordered one I asked them to do the little scallops on the end. I and brought, when I, you mean scallops, some people okay, might think like it's it rounded. Funny. It's kind of like you took a chunk out of the corner and it scoops in. It doesn't yeah. bulge out. It scoops in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So inverted scallops. Well, it's like the first part of a scallop. I yeah. Don't know how oh, it's like it. someone clipped the corners. Usually scallops. Yeah. Usually scallops go like this. Okay. So it's inverted. So- yeah, so it's yeah. like there's probably a name for it. Yeah, but the I, corners I, I are missing. Know. Like the corners are scooped out. Right. Yeah, scooped out. That's a good way. Yeah. 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 So I know that it's kind of I don't know. 
what style would you say that it is a little bit probably traditional traditional fancy yeah some people might think it's cheesy I just thought it it gave it interest because I felt like it was so stupid and boring looking if it was just flat because Mm -hmm. it's just a sink with just a like it's already a vanity that's boring to me so I wanted to like add interest that kind of leveled it up and made it a little bit more high end so anyways I ended up getting it I had to wait like a month and a week it was like five weeks and I went out got it oh I brought them a template too they were so like impressing me because I like made this whole like template out of poster board and (laughs) all that kind of stuff and so then I brought it home and I was really nervous, but Ryan put it up and we adhered it and everything. And I, I mean, it's like slightly off from the color, but probably really, only you would notice. Yeah. And like, you can't really like, because of the shadowing anyways, like even if mm. it was exactly the color, it could, some people could think it's off just because it's up right. And the mm-hmm. countertop's not. So I'm going to send you guys a picture right now so you can see it. Um, And the only thing, so Ryan, like, let's see, it's not a great picture because I took it at night, but you'll see. Um, I just sent it, so look on your phones. Mm. Oh, it looks so good, Kimmy. Yay. And I like your little brass outlet covers like I got from my kitchen. Yeah. I I finally found some that worked for the, the outlets that I had in my bathroom. So, yeah, I think I, I really like it. Now, if you, I don't know if you could tell if you zoom in. So, Ryan, like, looked up a YouTube tutorial on how to adhere it where mm-hmm. it's waterproof. And he was, he was worried about, like, okay, so he cocked it underneath. <laughs> so, no water will go onto it. But there is, like, if you zoom, zoom, zoom in. A little okay. crease, like the edge where the two surfaces meet. Yes. We didn't caulk that because part of me is wondering if it will get like orangey rust and weird. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're leaving it. But to me, it also looks like it's not I a want little it unfinished. Look- yeah. So I'm like, I'm unsure. What would you guys do? Would you try it out and do a little piece of yeah. little bead of caulk and just yeah, leave it, it as it- is. And then if you start noticing stuff, you're like, mm, just add a little bit. What no, I'm saying it the other way around. I'm saying if I put caulk there, I'm worried that it's gonna turn colors. The caulk is gonna turn colors. So that's why I'm kind of like hesitant to put something there because it's already waterproof. What about right. a, like a clear caulk? But then it's not he said he was like, I could do clear, and I'm like, Yeah, but that's defeating the purpose because what I want I want it to look like oh, a continuous true mm-hmm. and the clear would not give that look. Right. Mm. right. I would I mean it's not that hard to remove cock. Yeah. Right. So maybe you could put it on there and then see if it gets orangey. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like most people probably wouldn't notice it not being on there. I wish you guys true. were here. Because then you can see it in person and you can see what you think. If it looks unfinished or if it looks good. Next when, time you come over. <laughs> when do you think you'll get that rust situation looked at? Uh, well, that's a whole other thing we'll get into. 
Um, but it was supposed to be like now and now it's going to be put off because we have some other big expenses to work on first. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Buckle up, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm really excited because besides that, like my vanity itself, I still have this in my head that <laughs> Bree's going to be like, don't do it. I like oh, no. still... <laughs> You still like, what? I want to paint it. I want to paint Why? it. Oh, have you seen those faux wood paints? <laughs> like where it makes it. I want to make it look like walnut. No. Like a darker, a darker wood. Let's let's enjoy your bathroom, <laughs> like actually completed, and then maybe do a project after you have dealt with issues you're going to talk about later. Yes. Okay. Okay. But that's well, down the road. I'm I'm just saying that it's done right now. But I could see myself in the future painting it to make it look like a deeper, darker walnut color to match the 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 blinds. Mm-hmm. And I also have to add two more. Um, you guys are seeing me <laughs> drawer pulls. There we go. Yes, to make it six because like this was like a modern thing where they only had four and it looks yeah. ridiculous to me. So yeah. the, Ryan's going to add two more. But once that's done, it's done. The bathroom is done. And I have one last thing to say about the bathroom. And for my family listening, <laughs> this is to you. <laughs> so we had Lydia turned one and we had a big birthday party for her. And I was really excited because I was like, nobody in my family has seen the bathroom completed. There have been a couple family members who've seen it like in stages, but nobody's seen it completely completed. So I was like, oh man, I wonder who's going to say stuff about the bathroom. They're going to like say it's like, Oh, it looks so different and awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Not one comment. Not one, girls. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody said anything. So sisters and mother and aunt. Why didn't you guys say that? (laughs) I said to Ryan, I was like, did anyone say anything to you about the bathroom? And he's like, no, no. He was like, does it like, what does that mean? Like. Maybe Was it not impressionable. Did they see pictures of it on no. Instagram? No, I have not posted anything on Instagram still. I, I know people I want to show. I you. still haven't posted anything about my bathroom either. So we're, yeah. we're in it together. Okay. So, but it's just like, I was like, I mean, I feel like this is a drastic change. I have wallpaper on my. Yeah. Wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. And it's all green. <laughs> So maybe it was just like they were in there and was like, oh, this is really cool. But then forgot because it's a party, you know. Maybe nobody noticed because not everybody used the bathroom and they were just all focused on Lydia's little party. So they just wanted to get in and get out and get back to the baby. (laughs) Just thought it was funny. (laughs) Well, since we're showing pictures, I sent you girls a few pictures of my decorations for the holidays. Some pre-lit garland on my entryway table and I put a wreath on my Mm. pantry door. I put some pre-lit garland in my living room. And then I also added some garland around my kitchen window and some decorations on the counter. And that's all I'm doing, but it's beautiful. It really helped to get the greenery above the window because I don't have window treatments on that Mm. yet. So I feel like it really helped like make your eye go up (laughs) and have a place to land. So after, you know, the holiday season, when I take the garland down, I am definitely going to have to get some window trees because it feels so bare. 
Yeah. Mm. Oh, it looks great. And I love the wreath on the door. Everything looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Emily, what about you? You have any updates? I mean, you could tell us about the dining room. Yeah. So in the dining room, this, the dining room was actually one of the very first rooms that we started demoing. Oh, wow. When we first bought the house. Funny enough. I don't know why, but uh, I guess it was because the carpet came up super easily in there. And so it was just like really easy to start there. But we had taken out the carpet and, you know, we refinished all the floors long. It feels like long, long ago now. And then we also had taken down the ceiling because we noticed some old issues in like one section of the wall took out like the drywall there and then saw like the the whole ceiling was like moldy and not good so um and then on a the far wall under where the windows were we had to take up the baseboards before they refinished the floors and we realized the wall under there was all moldy too so we knew this room was going to be a total down to the studs renovation because of these mold issues and so we got into it and finally, and we realized that underneath the drywall, they had put a layer of plastic sheeting and they did that for like insulation purposes, I guess, but it just trapped all the moisture like oh. into the wall. So yeah, so it was all moldy, nasty mess under there. So we had to take out the whole ceiling, demo all the walls down to the studs um do all insulation through the walls and in overhead we debated a lot because there's that attic space overhead mm-hmm. so we had the the age-old debate do we vault the ceiling or do we <laughs> do a flat ceiling <laughs> and here there were no like floor joists really to speak of there wasn't really like a floor above it because it's the attic space is really narrow there Mm-hmm. So we finally decided just, you know, put in the insulation, do a flat ceiling. So did that. And um, so Brian has just wrapped up all the drywall. It's all newly drywalled and finished and then primed. So now he's go- he's going to work on like installing the light switches and outlets and the ceiling light fixture. But I need to work on the paint color decision and this has been a challenge because I ordered like five samples of wallpaper but I also really like paint too (laughs) you wanted to wallpaper before Thanksgiving no oh okay. as long as we have like the light fixture in before Thanksgiving like I'm good there can be chaos elsewhere but like yeah, as long as we have a light in there, it's fine. It would be cool to paint before Thanksgiving, but that may or may not happen. We'll see. All right. I think if you're asking us, we're not going to help you because <laughs> Brie and I will be split. I will say wallpaper and she will say paint. <laughs> yeah. Are these the colors? So, yes. Oh, did you I send us? Explain. Those I just are did. so bright. I Whoa. know. It's crazy bright. <laughs> So I've had this painting, shout out to Maggie, 
because back when she lived in Oneonta, we were always fighting over finds on Facebook Marketplace because we both like vintage things and boho stuff. So this particular painting, we had both messaged the guy like immediately when we saw it on Facebook Marketplace and she got it. But then when they moved like a year ago, she gave it to me. And I love this painting so much. <laughs> it has like pink in it and blues. It has like dark navy blue and light blue. And it just has all my colors. It even has like the gold color in it. It has all my colors and it looked gorgeous in our other house too, um, where I had it in the pink living room. So I was trying to figure out what to do in this dining room which is it's basically it's like the blankest slate imaginable because it's just all flat white walls with the you know fairly lowish ceiling so anything is possible in there and that makes it hard to figure out what to do and then I remembered I have this painting at the other house that I still need to bring over here so I decided like this can be my inspiration jumping off point I can pull paint colors from this painting and, you know, figure out the whole room around it. But trying to figure out what blues work with that painting has been very challenging. And I feel like it's got to be a blue. Well, I feel like it should be a blue to tie into the kitchen right next to it. But Mm. it doesn't have to. No, Uh, I think you should go dark. And way darker than these samples. Like, really? Okay, this would be fun though, Brie. Let's yeah. let's do this because I think okay. this would be fun. Okay, if you had to pick one of these, you uh-huh. have to tell her which one, and you have to. So let's say from left to right, it goes one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, uh-huh. left to right. So hold up your finger, close your eyes, and Emily, tell us if we do the same one. We're not going to do the same one, but let's just okay do it. <laughs> Okay. Oh my it. goodness, you guys did the same it. one. I knew it. I, was <laughs> like, I bet Bree and I will say the same one. <laughs> the but that's because But that's yeah. because it's the most muted. The other yep. ones are going to look baby blue on the walls. I that, know we were both like pick that ocean like well, Yeah. Uh-huh. I see I was thinking my first thought when you said like showed the blues, I was like, why wouldn't you do a different color because your kitchen is blue? Yeah, my immediate thought was like a deep green. But I feel like it will clash to have a green. No, the blue. you have you have every color of green in this picture, <laughs> along with every color blue. <laughs> green and blue do not clash whatsoever. No, sure? and you know what I would do to yeah. that frame because the frame is like a painted gray and then like cream and then like a silvery yeah on the outside i would rub and buff the heck out of that whole thing that's what i'm thinking too it's yeah. gotta be gold instead of silver it yeah. doesn't match the painting the frame as is mm-hmm. really green yeah. that is so interesting i would go deep dark and moody because this painting is deep dark and moody and i just think for a dining room how cozy hmm you have good lighting in there with the window, so it's not going to feel like a dungeon. It's not. It's I was okay <laughs> lighting, but it's not the best because the t- there's two small windows and they're both in one corner. 
So it's not great. Right. Now I have another thought for a color. Okay. Okay. But just, I'm kind of just talking this out right now. Okay. When you think about wanting to, to offset with the kitchen, you know, you think about what's the opposite, what's the contrasting color of blue that they complement is actually orange. What if you did like, you know, the pot is like the brownish, <laughs> but like, a, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about something else, like more, not maybe yeah. a terracotta or like that one flower has that kind of terracotta, orangey rust. Yeah, like more of a marigold-ish color. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing thing ideas out here. Want it to be too yellow? No, you wouldn't want it to be too yellow. I think you'd want to go more orange terracotta than. Hmm. Emily just sent a picture of the painting next to her blue cabinets, and I think that that's going to be way too much blue. Like it's almost too much on the nose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what I, like I, even if you did something like a warm taupe or mm -hmm. a warm deeper cream color and then the painting would become the star rather than like competing with another blue hmm where i started was taking the blue custom color that i had matched to the cabinets and i asked them to um lighten it by 50 percent and then I could see like what that looked like on the walls. And it was super dark, even at, you know, supposedly 50% lighter. But I did figure out from that, 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 I mean, I already knew, but the blue has a lot of the blue on the cabinets has definite purple undertones to it. And that also has been throwing me off somewhat with trying to find a color that coordinates with the painting and with the kitchen cabinets. So then maybe yeah. you need to go more neutral. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Can we just talk about wallpaper for a minute? Yeah. Why, why is that not? Can you show us some of your ideas? Because I think that yes. would be. Let me show you cool. what I ordered from Etsy. Um, and I it, samples. Okay. I know Bree's thinking this floral painting on a wallpaper. Exactly. But <laughs> maximalism. It could be. It could really be cool. It's totally Especially historic. See, I think maybe a stripe would be cool because then you'd have the contrast of this floral painting, like mostly cream with like some navy yeah. pinstripes or something might be cool. That would be cool. Here's another thought, too. So molding. Like, yes, 100%. Molding on the bottom third, like total like wainscoting, wainscoting on the bottom third do that in a light color like an off-white and then color above on the wall kind of like kimmy did in her bathroom not as high lower kind of, yeah but squares mm -hmm. i want That's you a to lot color drench i want you to color drench Emily. i know i do too <laughs> yeah your whatever you paint your window trim mm -hmm. that should be the same color as the walls instead of the wainscoting I'm saying when you paint your window trim, because you will have okay. trim around your windows, that should be the same color instead of white. Right. You could still do um, molding work and trim work and stuff and do fancy things, but you just still have it all the same color. Also yeah. saves you time cutting in. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, let's talk about wallpaper. <laughs> okay. I'm not 
sure how well this is going to show up though for you just take a screenshot okay probably no surprise that all the wallpapers that i sent you are blue i like the second one the best it's like a cream base with a navy floral toile i guess i don't know mm-hmm. the other oh. ones are all over floral and just feel more generic going for mm. historic victorian well then the second one does fit it best i think the second one fits your your style then hmm. more because the but the first and the third are just way more modern you know that would just be so much floral though like what with it's cool (laughs) (laughs) i can see i can picture those two with like the all over busy pattern with uh white wainscoting on the lower third of the wall so then it's not the whole wall you know yeah I'm going to send you a couple screenshots of like my stripe idea so you can kind of get like an idea of like immediately what my brain went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a ticking stripe sort of. Less white, more of a cream base with like uh-huh. a navy stripe. I think the juxtaposition with that and the floral painting would really pop. It would just be so many flowers if you had <laughs> floral wallpaper and this ginormous <laughs> floral wallpaper painting with like every color in it uh-huh flowers everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you should do wallpaper though like whatever you decide just let's be fun with it you know yeah i feel like i haven't done any wallpaper before and in an old victorian house what could be more fitting than wallpaper right yeah i'm just so like daunted by wallpaper but the way they make it these days, it's so much easier than mm-hmm. how it used to be. You could even do a peel and stick, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, though. Mm-hmm. I think you got some good ideas, Emily. Yeah. Keep us posted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say I've done many renovations or anything recently in the house, but I did find a cool product, and I can't remember if I talked about it or not. But it's a doorstop because our bedroom door constantly swings open and, or shut. And for our heat and stuff, I just is really annoying because I want <laughs> I want it to go everywhere. So I went on Etsy and I found this company and I'll add a link to our stories. And they make these giant, giant as in like five inch leather loops. And they have this grippy material on the bottom. I sent a picture to the group so you can look at it. And it loops down and then it wedges underneath the door. So it's like it cones down, essentially. And it works so good. And it looks nice. And it doesn't take up a lot of room. It's easy to move. And I've just been so happy with it. I think it was like $14. And it's been the best $14 I've spent. Because before I was using my giant vase, which was on top of the dresser. And I would just move the vase down and put it in front of the door. This is a way better option. So if you're in the market for like a cute doorstop that's really simple and works really, really well, I highly recommend this one. That, that It is really cute. Yeah. It's great. I was expecting like a two to three inch leather loop. And when it was like five inches, I'm like, oh, okay. This, it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of products that I can recommend, Brie, I don't know if you ended up getting this. Both of you know that I went through a long ordeal of trying to find a new rug for my kitchen. (laughs) I just, I wanted to get a new rug in there to bring in more color. And I was stuck on this whole idea. I mean, podcast listeners know, I'm pretty sure I shared it about how I wanted an island in there, even though Mm -hmm. like technically it probably wouldn't really work. No space wise, but really the only reason I wanted the island was so I could have a big rug in there and have the island on it (laughs) because I felt like just like a big rug in there in the center would just look. So that's literally a rug island. What we say not to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a dining table. I know what you mean, but it's ironic. Yeah. Yeah, it is ironic. So I just, you know, I was brainstorming back and forth and then Brie, you, well, I actually, what happened was I was just trying to think of new ways to think about a rug. And I had remembered that your mom, Brie, she puts a rug in front of her stove as mm-hmm. opposed to, I don't know if she still does, but yep. when I was there a couple years yep. ago, she had put it in front of her stove as opposed to in front of the sink. And I thought that was so like odd to me, but then like it came back into my mind and I was like, wait a minute. What if I put a rug in front of my stove? Cause my stove is like the focal point of my kitchen. Right. And then it would kind of like, you know, I don't know, maybe this could open up new possibilities. So I talked to you guys about it and then Brie, you were like, why don't you do a longer runner and have it like go longer right in the center of your oven. More like the width of your kitchen. Yeah. And so I was like, wow. And then that way it's not like, you know, odd that there's this big rug in the center and it's still bringing color, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I ended up finally finding a rug. Now I wouldn't say that it's like definitely the rug I'm going to have forever because it's not as wide as I want, but I'm ha- I had a really hard time trying to find the exact width that I want. You That's want a also- vintage rug. Yeah, probably. And I don't have money for that right now. <laughs> so a $27 Laloy will work. <laughs> Uh, but what I wanted to share about was Brie, I don't know if you ended up getting those rug grippers yet. I did get them and I still haven't put them on my rug. Okay. <laughs> so, so of course our favorite Chris loves Julia shared about these rug grippers and I was just confused about them at first when she kept talking about them. I thought it was just like the tape. Yeah, I was too. So I was like, I don't need them because I have tape and I use uh-huh. tape, but then with this new rug run, runner in the kitchen I was like you know I'm going I'm a messy cook like I'm gonna get stuff everywhere I know I'm gonna want to like pick it up to to mop and then you I think Brie you're the one that told me like oh those rug grippers actually they're grippers they're not tape so you can like take it up and off they tape they adhere to your rug but then the underside is like a grippy silicone thing that grips onto the flooring yeah So it was kind of funny. I had bought them to put on the rug and I got them like a couple days prior to Lydia's birthday party, but never ended up getting around to putting it all together with the rug and getting it down. So it was literally like an hour before Lydia's birthday party. I already had like my in-laws were there. My sister came early to help. My brother-in-law was there and not everyone was there, but quite a bit. And I was like, my rug, I need to get this down. (laughs) my awesome brother-in-law is like I'll do it for you (laughs) so he put the rug grippers like taped them on or adhered them and then put it down 
And it worked so well. Like, it doesn't move. It does not move at all. Wow. And it, mm-hmm. it comes up so easily, too. It's insane. It's okay. Insane. I, I have so, to put them on now. They're sitting in my drawer. Yes. They work so well. So I just want to, another hot tip, go get these red grip rug grippers because like they're far better far superior than the tape in my opinion yeah because now it doesn't damage your floor at all it doesn't like you can take it up you can move it around like it's just it's wonderful yeah because you were asking like well how do I mop like do I just mop around it and then call it good so that's a really good solution so you can still move it and still have it not slip and slide around and they're not expensive I think they're like eight or nine dollars for yeah four and with this coming out right before Black Friday and Cyber Monday and stuff, like now is the time to be buying them because they'll be on sale. For mm. sure. So I'll quickly update you girls about the rest of my kitchen little updates that I've done. So I got the rug in. You've both seen that because I sent you pictures of it. And then you've also seen, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast because it happened since then, since our last one. But I ended up going with Emily's suggestion and I painted my vent hood. I painted it a color that I had initially wanted to paint the whole kitchen. Like back when I, you remember I had those paint swatches hanging up? Uh huh. <laughs> and then I had gotten paint samples. I used one of those paint swatches, got the paint sample for the bathroom that I pa- painted green because it's like a, a greenish color. And so, out of those paint samples, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use the sample. Like you did, Emily, for your door. Yeah. Like I just used a, a can of sample paint. It's so like, you know, I'm just going to do this just to see if I like it because I don't want to spend money on paint if I don't like it. So I just took a little can, $4 paint can or however much. I don't remember. Brie, you know, because <laughs> it's $4. When they're on sale, they're $2. <laughs> well, mine costs $4. That's why I have like 20 plus. <laughs> so I painted it and oh my gosh I love it it just Mm -hmm. like it looks so good yeah it totally like warmed up the space more it like gives this fresh feeling um it's helping me get that vibe like I really want this English countryside vibe to my very modern kitchen (laughs) and I just (laughs) felt like it did that a little bit more um you guys have already seen a picture so I won't show you but there's one more thing I did in my kitchen that Brie kind of knows about, and, but Emily, you don't. So I'm going to send you guys a picture right now. Please hold. Because <laughs> this has been something that we've been talking about. It's okay. Again, I took the picture at night because I don't have any good pictures right now. Well, All and right, that's I when we that. have time with children. So, yeah. and the yeah. house is mostly clean. Yeah. Ooh. The curtain. So, Yes. Okay. So (laughs) I don't know. You got to tell me your honest thoughts, though, because somebody in my household thinks it looks ridiculous. (laughs) Obviously, we know who that is. You need to explain what it looks like on the window. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Back up. I've been like, I took down my bamboo blinds. I'm like going through every room in my house, taking all the bamboo blinds down (laughs) because it was a very coastal boho vibe that I had going on and so now because they were like natural colored so in my kitchen I was like you know I don't want wood I want a fabric and I would love I was thinking of a Roman shade and I was thinking of a ticking stripe because I, I just thought that would be really good good and bring warmth bring coziness give that English country vibe 
Well, the Roman shades that are ticking stripes, even like the cheapest one I could find on Amazon was to custom fit my window is like almost $200. Like, I know. That's ridiculous. So expensive. Yeah. I was like, not going to do it. So then, you know, Brie and I have been talking about this back and forth because she's been looking for her kitchen and her bathroom. And so she was talking about like her cafe curtains. And I had always put cafe curtains out of my head. Like, I'm not going to do a cafe curtain in my kitchen because I don't want to block any light. I need all the light in my kitchen because that's my only window. But then I was like, wait a minute. I could just leave it open all the time. Like, I don't have to close it. (laughs) And I got this idea because I went to my sister's new house and she had these little cafe curtains in her bathroom covering the lower half of the window. And she used dish towels, like beautiful linen floral dish towels, and clipped them with the little clip rings. And it, like, blew my mind. I'm like, this is so cute. And then she mostly just keeps them open, you know, because it's just the two of them living in the house. So that's where I got the idea from and kind of got me on the hunt. And I don't know if I told you about them, Kimmy, or not. But anyway, yeah. So well, I'm I getting had- closer. I had tried to think about the whole cafe curtain in my bathroom back when I was doing that, but it wouldn't work in my bathroom because I need, I really need all the light I can get in there. And we also do want some privacy. So it just like Roman shade or the blinds in there just made sense Um, with the shape of the window too. Like it just wouldn't have worked. So anyways, I tried them first, (laughs) like putting the rod for the kitchen right along the line of the window like mm-hmm. yeah and it looked way <laughs> brie was like i said it to brie and brie's like this looks real stupid i'm like yeah like looked squatty like it was just not right yeah so then i i was like you know i can't get my head out of this like i need to keep trying so then i like raised it up more and i feel like that worked now this isn't as high as i showed you brie because um which i can raise it again but i found these I should show the other picture to Emily. I found these at Amazon and they're only 24 inches long. So that is 24 inches right there. Mm-hmm. But I could heighten it and get the 36 inch one and then just sew it myself or cut it. And I, I don't think I would go higher than this. Okay. I think you would. Yeah. Cut it so, off. Too weird. So I guess I need to know from you girls. Do you think it looks silly? Because Ryan, of course, he's like, He's like, what? Like, I don't understand. Like, why aren't they to the top? Like, I know, because we preach like high and wide, high and wide. Mm-hmm. And we're like short and squat. <laughs> but he was just like, I don't get it. I'm like, Ryan, think about, they call them cafe curtains because when you sit in cafes, they want light pouring in still from the top of the window, but they want your privacy at the bottom. So people aren't like right. window, like outside looking at you as you're, <laughs> I think that's why they do that. Yeah. Or maybe it's also so you don't have sunlight like directly in your mm-hmm. eyes, maybe. Anyways, I don't I know. Like what it. you like it? I don't like it. Emily you doesn't don't like, it. like it. No. Okay, let me show you another picture of a different curtain, because then maybe you'll like it. Um, maybe not. I don't know. There there are two that I'm going back and forth, and believe it or not, Ryan likes this one more, which I just found to be very odd to me but the one um, the first one or the second one this second one that i'm sending to you right now he likes more he likes this one more i can definitely see the english inspiration 
uh, for some reason I like the second one better. Yeah. Okay. Now- well, you would because it's floral. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually liking the floral one a little bit more too. Okay. You know, and it's funny. See, these are all nighttime pictures because you know, kids. <laughs> um, I feel like during the day I like the stripes. Which because is when they- you sent the pictures the first time. Oh, okay. I should see if I find those. Um, but at night, I, I think I agree that I like the flora more. I don't know that I like the cafe rod there, though. Why? So Tell what, me why. What else would you do, Emily, on this window? I don't know. It's such... <sighs> yeah, what else would you do? No. Tell me. Okay, we should explain this window a little bit more so people know what we're talking about. It's a square window where it just has like the two halves. So the horizontal line to open it up, the window slides up and down. But half underneath the window is part of Kimmy's countertop. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you have all the space on either side to add full length curtains. You cannot do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's blocked by the peninsula Mm -hmm. on one side. Right. And then open shelving on the other side. So, like, you cannot do something that's wider than the trim on the window. Right. So, really, the only mm-hmm. other option is, like, a Roman shade, mm-hmm. which is what I used to have. I had, or bamboo blinds. Um, but I just, I wanted, okay, so this, I mean, when you talk about money, <laughs> this is way cheaper to do it this way. Here's my daylight pictures. Um, this is so these are the 36 inch and I folded them over so you'll see how they're they're folded over mm-hmm. um, so go up to the top if it's unfolded no it wouldn't make it all the way oh but that also would look stupid if it was just it? at the top Probably yeah just curtains that were just the full length of the window yeah like that would look inside. silly that would look really silly to me I like the idea of the Roman shade as well I think and it looks if, weird to have it not go to the top of the window, though. Ah, you're and like, and it Ryan. would look weird at the top of the window, and like both ways, it's it's awkward. So the only yeah. solution is a Roman shade. Yeah, according to Emily. Yeah, <laughs> and and your husband, whom you live with. <laughs> yes, true. Yes, true. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I've been, you know, I'm still open to sending everything back, but. The amount of cost difference between these two is like a hundred and fifty dollars difference. Really? It's, it's like crazy. Like this is all cheap. Like the rod that I bought was like ten dollars. The clips are like seven, and the the curtains were fifteen. <laughs> like it's just it's all cheap. So mm. that's why I'm I'm leaning for, it. and it gives me that vibe that I'm going for, and it gives right. me the coziness and just that you, that english vibe you also have to pay attention to like what the rest of your house is though this style is very different i know you're trying to infuse more of this country cottage which is like so wild from how kimmy was in 2017 <laughs> <laughs> but like i can see emily's point where it does feel like a little wedged in a little forced when the rest of your house does not match this Mm-hmm. really you think the rest of my house doesn't i feel like like my bathroom is there is getting there there's still I, no there's still like a, a kimmy twist to it 
like a I little. Know, bit I don't know how to explain modern. it. There's just a yeah. little bit of modern and updatedness. Oh. Yeah, and I'm trying to get rid of it all. <laughs> but there's some things I don't think you can. Like with this yeah. particular window, it has like the way it's split in the middle. Like it's just a very modern style window. It's not like. If it was a bunch of little panes of glass. Okay. Yeah. And you have your modern light fixtures above your peninsula. And you have your modern open shelving. Yes. Okay. I'm going to address all of those real quick. Okay. (laughs) So with the window, I had this idea. They make little lines that you can, like they're plastic or something. Mm -hmm. And you can stick them. Grids. I was thinking of putting a grid in this window. But just in one window? I don't know. I was thinking of doing it in the side windows of the bay window and the side windows of the big window in the dining room. <laughs> okay. That's just, I'm trying to address that problem. To address my floating shelves problem, I'm going to send you guys another picture. <laughs> Did you already do something to them? No, but I have such a good idea and I I told Ryan this Don't idea. tell me you're adding curtains to the front of these. <laughs> No, but I am adding something. And well, if I can find them. Okay, you guys, I got to screenshot it. Okay, so I showed Ryan this and he, he was like, are you kidding me? Okay, zoom in to these thick floating shelves mm-hmm. underneath. What's underneath them? The brackets. The brackets. I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah. So, Okay, but when I told Ryan about adding brackets in, he was like, he's like, you know how hard I worked to make those floating? And now you want to add faux brackets? (laughs) I I, poor Ryan. I understand. Your style has evolved so much. I know. He can't keep up, poor guy. (laughs) But now it's like it is what it is. I'm not right. going to change more. I feel like I found it, but I just didn't know when we were renovating our home. Okay, but ago. this window right next to it doesn't have any window treatments. Have you tried not having anything on that window? Yeah, I've had that for the last like three months. And like, and I just, just have it disappear. Yeah. Instead it, of having your eye get drawn to it. Mm-hmm. It just feels like I just thought it would give me a chance to bring in coziness. That that's all I was going for with it. I don't mind it being blank, but I thought it gave me that chance. Okay. Now this might just be my personal taste coming into this, but I'm looking at a wider shot. So you have your, all your open shelving with all your beautiful decor on it. Then you have the window with the cafe curtain, and then you have a mirror next to that. And then you have the beam. And then on the other side of the beam, you have a plant and then you have a curtain. Like it's just a lot of stuff in one sight line and you don't have any place for your eye to rest and like take a break in between like your eye floating down the room. With that in mind, like maybe just have it blank is the solution and let your open shelving be the focal point instead of trying to compete with like the curtains. Mm. Not to mention that your gallery wall is directly across from this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is I- a cheap solution because then you return everything. <laughs> True. True. But do you like where do we stand on do do all windows need dressings? <laughs> I don't think they do. Yeah. 
In my old house, I didn't. Now, maybe people thought that was weird, but I didn't have window dressings the, on the back side of my house. The thing is about the picture that you were just talking about that has no window dressings and you didn't have any in your old house. The thing is, is those had character. Those were beautiful old windows. These but you have character <laughs> like with with the beam and your open shelving and stuff like your eye mm-hmm. automatically goes to those because they're darker. And then this is just kind of like, oh, there's this too. Yeah. I will consider this. I have been thinking about taking that green plant down that's hanging because it's in a boho thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. I yeah. did notice that the last time I was there. I was like, I'm surprised Kimmy still has that. Yeah. it. I feel like it's just like, it's a real plant. It brings greenery. But okay. I was like, what if you take it. that little mirror down that's next to the window and then you hang a plant from a bracket or something more modern? I found this really cool brass one on Etsy. That like comes out of the wall and then it has a small hook at the end. So you still get like the plant out from the wall. Really, really cool. And then had a plant in that corner instead of the mirror and the window dressings. Yeah, that's an idea. All right. I'm going to keep thinking about this. I might keep the window dressings up until you guys come over and see it in person. Because I still have some buffer time before I have to send it back. (laughs) Okay, I have another question referring to the brackets underneath your shelving. Okay. Do you have tile? Yeah. How so are you going to attach that to the tile? Just like super glue it on? Yeah, so what I... Command I'm strips. Of, Command strips? Yeah, literally. <laughs> really? I, well, I was thinking we would drill it into the bottom of the, the floating shelf. Oh, so oh it's I like see. like hanging. Yeah, so it's just okay. hanging. <laughs> literally faux. Oh, dear. Oh, just Kimmy. so funny. I know. I know. And then eventually I'll get all new hardware to go with this feel. You know, I'm getting all new what was hardware the other thing for you what? mentioned. For my kitchen cabinets. They're all very modern. I want more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the other thing? The third thing you mentioned that I'm going to. <laughs> I don't know. There are many ideas down the road of just updating to, to more my the style I like. Next. Yeah. Okay, you need to <laughs> do this thing that I want to do. Okay. Which is do a stone veneer on an interior wall. Like, have, like, the big stones on it. Oh. You know, with, like, the mortar and stuff to add a lot of texture in the English cottage look. Because when I was sick, I was watching The Holiday. <laughs> and that English cottage, it's all, like, that stone inside. With like the blue blue kitchen okay. cabinets too. I'm like, how can I that would work in your house, but that would just be in my house, I think it'd be like, whoa, this is so fake. <laughs> Cause it's like a ranch. Yeah. <laughs> that would like, look really good in your house, Emily, though. Yeah, that would be cool. Like over mortared. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the real rustic looking yeah. stone. All yeah. right. We can move on from my kitchen and my kitchen woes but i know now okay vent hood is good yes mm-hmm. cafe curtains is potentially bad yeah potentially mm-hmm. okay just try you to simplify a little bit more yeah, my vote is nothing or i think a roman shade that's my okay. vote too i think there's my- just too much trying to compete like i i know what you're trying to do but it's like too much we need to pare back a little bit what what about a ticking stripe Roman shade? I think that could work. Is that too much? Because that could be too much. I don't think so. I would I would do okay. that or like a linen, like a cream. Okay. 
Ah, back to the drawing board. <laughs> Love this cafe curtain idea. <laughs> For $30, guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody else go. <laughs> or maybe we take a break right now. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> So I have an update on our old house, the one that we put on the market. If you remember, uh, our plan A was to turn that house into a rental property. And then we decided after a summer of renting it, we're like, actually, I think it'd be a lot easier if we just sold it and didn't rent it out and didn't become landlords. So we put it on the market. Um, We've had zero offers. Mm. And we've had 13 showings. Okay. Which, eh, it's not great, but no offers whatsoever. So now we are back to plan A. Oh, (laughs) really? Okay. We signed paperwork today to switch it from the for sale market to the for rent market. Oh, great. So we're actually working with the realtor to do that. So that's helpful. So they are going to like help us with finding renters and screening them and the application process and contracts and that kind of stuff. So that I, it, I feel better about that because I feel like that's some level of security and expertise that we didn't really have. And it's mm-hmm. not sitting there empty over the winter. Right. Come January, it will be one year of paying two mortgages. So, oh wow, <laughs> like, wow! Any, any, any time that we, yeah, can, you know, get some more income from over there will be great. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in the meantime, while the realtor has been working on stuff, you know, on their end, I've been working through the stuff on our end for the city. So, Kimmy, you're not inside the Oneonta town line right or you're right yeah you're in i think we're in the same county but i think you're not in you're considered in the city of oneonta right so when you were renting out your half of the house the duplex part that's that you rent mm-hmm. it was just like a one inspection and done right right exactly yeah so the city of oneonta is a little bit different mm-hmm. i was worried <laughs> about that yeah yeah so i have been working on that for the last couple weeks so there's the city inspection that they do and the soonest they can come out is in mid-december so there's their inspection but then there's also a, a bunch of forms you have to fill out for explaining like how you're using the property and about the property and then there's another inspection for the smoke alarms and fire extinguishers which need to be you know properly placed and they have to be the right size and all of that then there's a water heater inspection that you have to have somebody come out and do and then there's an electrical inspection that you have to have one of the electricians come out and do so i've gotten the water heater inspected got that done and had you know filled out all of that paperwork i filled out all the paperwork that we can fill out ourselves other than the smoke alarm ones because we still have more smoke alarms we have to put up because they have to be everywhere i have scheduled 
the city inspection, I have had just like a couple days ago had the electric inspection. So it's like it's moving right along. The fire extinguishers and like smoke alarms has been like the most challenging part of it because I went out and bought smoke alarms and fire extinguishers from Lowe's, right? Took them back to the house, realized that they weren't the right size. You have to have a five pound, not the little dinky ones that I got. So I went out and bought the right size, but I had to make a separate trip to return the first ones. And then I took all, I decided, well, I'll just keep one little one in the kitchen and then put the, the big one has to go down in the basement by the heater furnace. So then I finally decided to get these inspected. You have to take them into a fire place where they service fire extinguishers, which I didn't know that existed. So <laughs> I went around and loaded all this fire extinguishers back into my car, drove to the fire extinguisher place today went you know when they were supposedly open they were open but there's a sign on the door that said it was appointment only (laughs) and i was like well i'm here and i'm carrying like nine pounds worth of fire extinguishers so we're gonna see like if they can do something with these anyway so i went in and there was a guy there but he said they don't service that brand they don't service fire extinguishers from lowe's or home depot then I had to wow. buy a fire extinguisher from him <laughs> and then return the, all of the other ones and take the now inspected and certified fire extinguisher back to our other house. Oh my gosh. Oh my word. So finally, at least that's done. But I was like, can we make this any more difficult? <laughs> right. Well, they have it difficult <sighs> for a reason because they don't want so many just rental properties everywhere and nobody really takes good care of them and it's just run down houses everywhere that are rented to students <laughs> right you know or or the baseball people you know mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> it's 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 something i mean as i'm going through this process and like scheduling all these inspections and calling all these people setting up appointments and things i'm realizing like the one place that we rented that you guys both visited, like there's no way that place could have passed inspection. Like, it had so many plumbing things going on. I don't think there was any fire extinguisher in that whole house. I don't know about smoke alarms, but like all of the sewer issues we had and all the toilets leaked, all the sinks had plumbing problems and were leaking all over underneath. Wow. Anyway, our house will be all inspected and good to go and everything will be fixed and we'll get it all done. (laughs) Well, I hope you get good people in there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Oh, it was kind of funny. It was funny though. I had the electrical inspection this week. You guys remember my um, peninsula fluted wood DIY? Yes. Mm-hmm. I took off the plate that goes around the outlet on the back of the peninsula to cut, you know, the and fitted the fluted wood around right. the outlet thing. Yeah, the inspector didn't like that. Uh. <laughs> it's like that's not um this is not good. <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh so wow. We'll have to, we'll have to change that yeah 
Well, I guess I alluded earlier to my saga of a situation. So I'll talk about that and then I'll end us on a high note with some thrifted finds that I that I found. Basically, we're having just real bad mold issues in our basement. And um, I'm pretty sure I've shared it on the podcast before, the flooding that we had a few years back, like three years ago. And since that flooding happened, there was mold in our wood shop. Ryan thought he was treating it the way he should be treating it because he Googled it and did it the way that it said on Google. (laughs) And then we also started seeing mold issues a few, I would say a few years ago in the the apartment side of the basement and Ryan always treated it the way that we thought we were supposed to treat it and you know did stain block like you spray it with bleach and then you stain block with primer and all this kind of stuff and he was just keeping up on that and like constantly doing that because well not constantly he would have to do it and then like some time would pass and then he would have to do it again and we just kind of thought that it was just like a basement that's moist and that this just keeps coming back because it's moist and we have now like have three humidifiers dehumidifiers down there and it just seems like it's a moist basement well come to find out that actually treat so we ended up getting a mold specialist coming in because we found out that the problem just grew and grew and grew and the basically the whole ceiling <laughs> in the apartment side is just like black mold everywhere black black mold and you, you know like we're we're renting to somebody so we had to make sure like it's not going up into where they're living and also like and we didn't know that it was getting that bad because we don't go in that section of the basement so Ryan was going in there for something and he saw it and he had only not been in there for like a month or two. I don't know if you guys remember back in the summertime, it was just really wet there mm-hmm. for a while. And so I guess that's when it just like started going wild down there. Mm-hmm. And then um, we started noticing things in our side of the basement, just being moldy, like some of my stuff that was outside of totes, like clothing or like a a pair of Jude's like slippers that I had like outside of a tote because I didn't put it in the tote. Like I know Emily, I should (laughs) have, but like they were starting to grow. I was like, what is going on? Like, this is just insane. So I, we had a mold specialist come and he did a whole walkthrough of our whole house. They did air quality samples. I will tell everyone right away that the air quality in the apartment and the air quality in our house, like in the top level where we actually live, because we don't go down there except I go down there for laundry um, it is all good and we don't have any mold up in where we live. So I'm good. very grateful. We wanted to find that out for the person living in the apartment. They're all safe and everything, but downstairs is bad, <laughs> really bad. And he was like, you need to take care of this like right away. You need to get a team in here. It's probably going to be upwards of $15,000, but you need to do this. And it was just like, Oh my word. <sighs> and then to find out he was like, So Ryan told him what he's been doing, like taking care of it. And he's like, yeah, that's actually the worst thing to do. Spraying bleach on mold is actually feeding the mold. You think that you're because you're getting rid of stains or like you're wiping the surface and you're getting rid of the surface of the mold, but you're not getting rid of the root of the mold. Mm. So there's mold inside of the walls or wherever it is. Mm. And you're not getting killing the root of it with bleach. So he told us about this 
special mold spray, which you can just get at Lowe's and Home Depot. And so Ryan got that. And what we have decided to do, because he, he basically told us he was a really great guy. And if anyone ever needs a mold inspector, like I'll let you know, he lives in, he's not really right in our area, but if you live around me, I will let you know. Cause he was really thorough, but he, he just basically was like, so this is going to, the majority of the cost of this is actually probably going to be cleaning all of the stuff down here. So we said to him, I was like, well, what if we remove all of our stuff and they come in and even if Ryan demos all the ceiling and all the places where we're finding mold. And so he, he was like, well, if you do that, then the cost will go down significantly. So Ryan and I decided that we've been tackling at once a week right now. We're hoping to do more than that, but that's all we can do with the kids is we're going down and we're just taking stuff out where I'm trying to, we're cleaning everything that we want to keep. Um, we're trying, I'm trying not to keep that much though. So I'm being a minimalist here and trying to get rid of some stuff. <laughs> that's if one way you, to clean out your basement. Yeah. Emily, if you walked into our wood shop, you would be very amazed because it's empty. Wow. Which is insane Whoa. because you guys know what it looked like. Yeah. Was, now I shouldn't say it's completely empty. He's got stuff on the shelves still, but it's like, it's other than that, it's empty. Um, our storage room, if I showed you the storage room, it is for the most part empty. Like wow. all, so we, all the totes are safe. Like he, he looked at that. Um, we had to wipe down the outsides of them with the special stuff. Um, but the really kicker of it all was, he didn't okay so I said he was thorough but like <laughs> there were some things he missed so behind the totes and behind our Christmas tree mm. there is more mold growing on the floor and so we think there's also like we think there's two problems going on so in the ceiling we think what's going on is there's a plumbing issue and that there's a leak in the piping mm. and that's why the ceiling is all getting moldy we think that the floor where the the floor is having issues both in the wood shop and both in the storage room is there's some kind of problem with groundwater and we don't know if it's because we need a french drain put in which is also another how many thousands that's what we had to do at our house mm -hmm. yeah so either that or it's because all of our gutters are old and we need all new gutters. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating, but we found more mold. There was mold outside of the Christmas tree box. Freaked us right the heck out. So we sprayed our Christmas tree. <laughs> like the tree itself didn't have mold, but we also didn't know if there was mold spores. So like we sprayed it all down with the stuff. We left it outside for 48 hours. We brought it back in. There was this stupid white residue everywhere. <laughs> To like wipe it down. it was just this whole process it's been a whole process Ugh. but there was one point and like we're not we're not done like there is so much more to to take out but a couple weeks ago when I was like in this and Ryan and I are trying to like figure out because you guys have seen my basement you know how much crap is down there <laughs> and I just like I was literally I thought of you Brie when we helped you move when we got to your house and you were had just freshly moved and you're just like what do I do? Where, where do I go? Mm -hmm. Like I, that was me. Like I was like walking in circles. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Like, what do, do I keep this? Do I throw it away? Do I donate it? Do I, you know, like what do, I just got so overwhelmed and I'm sure Emily, you deal with this all the time with clients, but it was just like, okay, deep breaths, deep breaths. <laughs> like we just need, and you know, Ryan and I, we had a little talk and he's just like, 
He's like, we just got to do one thing at a time. Just like, look at what's in front of you. And we just do one thing at a time. Cause I'm a big picture person. So like when I look at the big picture, I get very overwhelmed. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm trying to do now is to just kind of like focus one corner at a time. So there is still a lot, a lot, a lot to remove, but um, it's been a thing <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to all the money that we're going to have to spend on this basement to make it so it's not moldy you know yeah but yeah it's okay we're gonna get through it and you know ryan wants to he keeps saying he's like i just want to sell this house and move out i'm like ryan every house has problems though like you can't yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah maybe in some ways this one has more in the basement because we've just always had problems in this basement but like every house has problems everyone knows it we've all been through it um and we just gotta you got to get it done. And you have so. to fix this stuff even if you wanted to sell. Yeah. And then it would be all done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. So that's where we're at is we're just going to mm. get it all cleaned out. Ryan's going to demo it with, I think his dad and brother are going to help. And they're just going to demo it like mm-hmm. completely. And, oh, that was the other thing. We moved all the totes into the pod, like where we used to podcast, into the, the guest room started finding mold in there so now it's like okay i guess i can't keep the totes in here yeah the mold's not on the walls in there we don't think we think it's just in the air because it was like on ryan's books that were like fabric like bound with fabric Mm. and then one of his coats we have a closet where i keep winter coats and one of the coats was moldy so Mm. it's not like we're seeing evidence on the walls like i think it's just in the air maybe I don't know. What we don't know. The totes brought it in there. Oh no! This was when we were moving the totes in there. <laughs> you we saw it. it. Okay, so it was like, like I the had... totes were in there for a while, and then no, no, no. Okay, no. Um, and the totes are fine because we cleaned the totes off, and he, it's plastic. Like they're they don't grow on plastic. It's mm-hmm. like we've noticed that mold is growing more on fabric or wood. So mm-hmm. I had to get rid of all of my baskets. We had a whole shelf of baskets and basket, like basket shelving, like wicker yeah. things. I had to get rid of them all because they're all moldy and like I could spray them with this stuff. But like, I don't know. I didn't want to deal with it, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. No, so it does get to that point where like, you know what? I just need to move on. It's yeah. Okay. Like the totes, I don't mind because like there's no visible mold on them. I can wipe them down quickly because it's a, a surface that's easy. But like intertwined baskets, like that's not... That's not going to happen. So what about all your art? Because you had like a whole bunch of art like on the floor laid up like against the wall. The canvases. Yeah. So there was a giant. I don't know if you remember. There was one giant that was like a 15 foot by Mm -hmm. five feet. I don't know. Yeah, it's huge. So thankfully, I never paid for that. That was a church project that never came to fruition. And so they just gave me the canvas. And I was like, maybe I'll use this someday. So that's fine, but that got all moldy. And I'm so glad that that was the thing up against the wall because our bed, we had bought that bed from that girl that we did a cleaning project with, the organizational, like I had bought it from her. And so the bed would have been touching the wall had it not. So mm. we we were able to, because the, the mold guy told us if we spray everything with this stuff, like we don't have to worry about it. Um, and the bed also has a slip cover on it so I can like, wash it and all this kind of thing but yeah that was really frustrating because we were like I had to get rid of that I had to get rid of a bunch of other canvas art um 
I have, I still haven't gone through all of it. So <sighs> it's just, you know, and I always thought that that part of the, the basement was the driest. Mm. <laughs> but, like to come to find out that there's mold back there. I'm like, oh yeah. Very frustrating. <sighs> so our plan is to get everything completely out of the basement eventually and just gut it all. So where are you putting over. all your stuff? So that's what we have to, we've been putting everything in the garage, except the totes. The totes I was keeping because I need to use them mm-hmm. here and there. So I don't know. We're going to probably have to eventually put everything in the garage, which thankfully we have room. I, we used to park in there. <laughs> Not right now because there's stuff <laughs> everywhere. So um, I'm grateful we have the garage. That yeah. That is a plus. Okay. So I'll end on a high note because I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> okay so I was thrifting I went to uh, the local reuse center and you guys know about this one I was there and I was I don't even know I was just kind of like there to just kill some time not kill some time because I feel like I never have time to kill but it was like one of those things where it's like I just need to get out of the house and I had Uh no kids because my mom was watching them so I was like let's just have fun so I was there and I saw this really cool like old super old wooden chair with a woven kind of seat and it had like I don't know it to me it looked like really old world like you'd find it in like I don't what do you got do you know They're like engraved the like carved like yeah. carved backs but it, like to me it feels medieval <laughs> I don't know like it just is really like old world and very cool and different and unique and it's like a deep walnut and so I saw it and I was like oh man this is really cool but there are some like things about it that's like you know it's a little rough and then as I was looking I saw another one I was like oh there's another one and then I keep looking and I found another one like they're all scattered throughout this whole reuse center in this big warehouse and then as I'm like looking at it the guy, a guy that's working there is like oh you want that I was like well I'm thinking about it he's like oh I'll sell at the time it was just two of them and he's like I'll sell both of them to you for like 10 bucks and I think they were asking ten dollars each and I was like huh I was like well I actually saw that you just had a third one he's like oh you want that one too I'm like yeah he's like I have a fourth actually too I was like oh could I have all four he's like yeah for 20 bucks and I'm like how about what did I say I don't even know why I come up, I come up with the weird things I was like how about 16 <laughs> and he's like sure <laughs> so I got them each for four dollars and wow was, yeah and it, they're so cool I'm only so I envision them I will save this for another podcast because this one is getting very long but I have a, an envisioned idea for all four of them but right now I'm only using one of them the other three are in my garage safe for mold <laughs> but one of them is um in right next to my record player and I think it looks really cool it looks and cute so and cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah all right last thrifted find I have to share and this was just one of those things that just kind of like happened like I wanted to replace this item didn't think it would happen as quick as it did and it just like went so quick and fast and awesome so I'm going to send you guys a picture because I have officially replaced everyone you're gonna be shocked but I have officially replaced my granny chair. <laughs> what? Everyone's like, everyone's like, no. Okay, I just sent you, I sent the picture. 
with the one that I just replaced it with. And I can't wait to tell you how much I paid for it. Oh. That looks so good, Kimmy. Yeah, it does. Yay. It is a Barca lounger. (laughs) It's a recliner. It's a recliner? Really? So it's leather, like a beautiful. Genuine leather. Yeah, with rolled arms, like. Very classic looking. Very classic, yes. Yeah. And it's cognac, like the kind of more I feel like it looks a little bit more reddish in person but I mean this is pretty true to color but it's like that brownish cognac reddish brown color leather um there is some wear and tear on it on the back of the head no it's called patina yeah patina that's what I told Ryan and then the arms tiny bit so I ended up getting rid of the granny chair because the arms started fraying like crazy, like mm. real bad. And it, like, there's just no fixing it. And I was like, I'm not going to fix this $10 chair. That just, it looks like bad. It, it looks bad. And I was honestly starting to get really embarrassed by it. I'm sure like Ryan, Ryan's been embarrassed by it <laughs> from the start, <laughs> but I was starting to. And so he mentioned it again on what day was this? Was this the day? This was the day I started getting sick. <laughs> um, I didn't know I was sick yet, but um, I he mentioned it again, how he didn't like the granny chair. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to look on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm looking and I see this and I'm like, he's asking for a hundred. It's right in town at this place, the River Street. Um, I think I've told you guys about this place because I bought the cabinet and the bookshelf in Lydia's room from this place, but it's on River Street and it's just like student rentals they like do the student rentals and they take things from student housing and like put it for sale it was just crazy because I was like okay so I messaged the guy and said hey I just want to come look at it and he's like oh I'm here right now why don't you come I was like oh okay and I asked Ryan Ryan was like I don't know if I like it I was like let me just go look at it so we go look at it and I talk the guy down (laughs) from a hundred so yeah, it was a hundred dollars. I asked him if I could do 60 and he said, no, I don't want to do 60 because it's like genuine leather and it really works well. Like it was comfy and works really well. I was like, well, okay. Would you do? He's like, how about 80? And I was like, how about 70? And then he's like, yeah, we'll do 70. And I was like, wait a minute. I only have six ones <laughs> and, and then twenties. Can we do 66? And he's like, that's really random. And he's like, I guess so. <laughs> so I got it for $66. So I'm like only $6 more than what I like tried to get. <laughs> Anyways, Ryan is not super happy about it, but he likes it more than the granny chair. I thought he would have loved it. I yeah, I thought he would have too. too. You can't get well, more masculine than the reclining other chair. I know, but it's because it has a lot of wear and tear. He doesn't like that it came. Well, so it's funny because we were like talking about it and he's, he was like, I don't know. And then I said something like, oh, so this probably came from a student's house. And he's like, actually, it came from my house. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that made me feel better because I'm like, oh, it wasn't in the student's house. Yeah. But then as we're, okay, get this. So we're, we're like picking it up, taking it out. Ryan's already kind of like, I don't know if I like it, but it's your money because I had just made some money doing graphic work. So we're like taking it out and he sees mold on the bottom. So Ryan's like, there's mold. And I was like, what? I was like, no, it's, it'll be fine. We get it home and there actually was some mold on the bottom. And I'm like, well, good oh, thing no. I got this spray that I've been using. 
So I doused that thing like the Dickens with this <laughs> this mold. And then I did this like special clean thing with all this. Another thing that the mold guy told us with Dawn dish detergent. Anyways, it is clean. <laughs> I made sure of it. And we let it air out and all those things. Anyways, I love it. Okay. I, that was way too long. But everyone, my granny chair is now on the side of the road. If anyone wants <laughs> On the curb. Maybe I'll come get it. <laughs> no seriously do you want it <laughs> i should have asked you it's really it's really rough shape though like the arms are real the bad arms i know you've been like... looking for the chair i didn't even yeah. think i should have i should have told you has it rained since yesterday we put it out yesterday no, if you it want it go get it <laughs> Merry Christmas. Just a, a yeah. placeholder until you find one i could in your room, in your bedroom. Yeah. Go get it. <laughs> it was like, I'll make- take it off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways. Oh, maybe I will. It's like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> we can wait till the morning. Okay. Nobody's taken it since last night. So it's probably not going to be taken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, it's late. <laughs> maybe not for the people <laughs> listening, but it's late for us. I know. Well, on that note, wow, what a month. What a month. I cannot believe how much has happened. But I hope you girls have a really good Thanksgiving with your family. And I think this is going to come out right before Thanksgiving. So I hope all of you listening also have a beautiful Thanksgiving, whether with friends or family or with your cat, (laughs) whatever it is. Uh, Just know like it's a really special time of year and we're thinking of you. We're so grateful that you guys are here continuing to support the podcast and we will see you next month right here at the dwelling place. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We want to know what you thought of this episode and what you want us to talk about next. Find us on Instagram at dwelling place pod or send us an email at dwelling place pod at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen Every single review is so appreciated and helps more people find us. Visit the show notes for the pictures and links to all the things we talked about today. We'll see you next time right here at The Dwelling Place.